What's up, Videolanders? I'm your host, Brad Hawkins, and with me tonight is the great Seth Fisher. What's up, buddy? Doing all right. How are you? I'm not bad. Thank you for asking, and also thank you for joining me. This is a little weird because you're usually right across the table from me. Tonight, you're calling from your home. So how's it feel just being on the other end? Uh, it's interesting. I'm in my front room. Are you wearing pants? Uh, I'm in shorts. <laughs> no shirt? Come on, give me something. I, I got I got my shirt on. Are you eating a banana? No. God damn it, we went over this. All right, for any of our new listeners, you can find us on adventuresinvideoland.com or on our website at Adventures in Video Land. We are critics with attitude, which means we are uncensored. So please, please proceed with caution and spoiler alert. Seth, I don't think we're going to be getting into any major spoilers tonight, but you never know because we are bullshitters, right? This is true. So they have been warned. And uh, we're doing kind of a an audio test tonight. That's why you're not in the studio with me. Yes. So to all of our listeners, uh, tell us what you think, all right? Are we doing good? Are we doing bad? Does our audio suck? Let us know. <coughs> Zach Appleseed. We want, uh, yeah, we want feedback. Only positive feedback, though, right? Yeah. They can give us some negative, want... but with a little bit of positive yeah. sprinkled over Get the top negative of the negative. negative out of here. We just want positive peace. <laughs> all right. Let's talk about some streaming tonight, Seth. You want to talk about some streaming? Some streaming? I, I'm ready. All right, dude. I talked to you about this about two weeks ago, man. I finally caved in. Do you remember that conversation we had? Yes. I tried to get, well, should I say, yeah. I tried to get your Hulu account. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so I could watch Palm Springs. And you never, yeah. you never got back with me. And I go, well, fuck him. I'm going to get my own goddamn Hulu account. So I finally caved in. And, dude, I resisted as long as I could. I waited until the last damn minute to get Hulu, Amazon Prime, HBO Max. I already had Disney Plus and Netflix. But I held off as long as I could. But there's so much great content out there. So much that I was missing. Like, there's so many shows that I've been wanting to see. Like, The Boys. I finally watched The Boys. Can we talk about that real quick? Holy fuck, what a great first season, right? Fun stuff. That's all I gotta say. Man, if someone's not, if you're not watching it, Video Land, get off your ass and watch The Boys. So I caught up with that, and there's so much that I'm behind on. I finally just said, fuck it. I went head first into the deep end of the streaming pool. So now I have all the big boys. I have Amazon Prime, Hulu, Netflix, HBO Max, Disney Plus. I have them all. So what about you, man? What streaming services do you have? We know you have Hulu. <laughs> Hulu, Netflix, Disney Plus. Okay, are you thinking about getting HBO Max, Amazon Prime? Uh, no, I, I guess we do have Amazon Prime okay. as well. I didn't realize that. Yeah, yes, yeah. We do have that. I was just thinking about yeah. that because we're, uh, yeah. the, the Boys is on Hulu, right? No. No, The Boys Amazon is on Prime. Amazon. Amazon Prime. I'm so new to this yeah. right now. <laughs> I've just been watching everything, and I'm kind of <laughs> losing my bearing. I'm like, I, I always forget like what's on what you know, uh, streaming service. Platform. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, why isn't the boys on here? I'm like, oh, fuck, I'm in Hulu. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, Seth. Where'd it go? Begun, the streaming war has. Pretty much. <laughs> I, I thought I would start off with a, uh, a Star Wars reference in there. I figured you'd appreciate that. Yeah, as you should. I think that's what we should call tonight's episode. 
be- streaming wars begun the streaming war has okay I know you're okay. not I know you're not in the studio but can you give me a little Yoda there begun the streaming war has <laughs> <laughs> dude streaming is the future man I was chatting with some guys on Videoland uh, in a thread on Facebook. I think the post was about some recent casting news for the Cassie and Andor series. And mm-hmm. hey, just let me pull it up real quick. All right, I pulled up the thread. I'll just read some of our interaction to you. Um, Adam Crom. I can't pronounce his last name. It's like Krom, Kromacho, Kromachow. I just call him Crom because of Conan. But he okay. said... I truly think television is the future of Star Wars. They are able to tell detailed stories with a lot of depth and substance. The Mandalorian is the best Star Wars material I've seen since The Empire Strikes Back. And then I said, I wouldn't have said this 10 years ago. Seth, I don't even know if I would have said this 5 years ago. But I think streaming might be the best place for any franchise to go at this point. The money is there. So do you, th- you think I would have said that like even 5 or 6 years ago? No, because when I first met you, you were not a fan of television. Yeah, because there wasn't uh, that much stuff. So the television that was out that I liked, I was a fan of. But there just wasn't that much. Like, movies overshadowed TV for me. Yeah. And then Game of Thrones came out. You know, I was a fan of a few things, like Lost. But still, Lost doesn't even have close to the budget as, like, Game of Thrones, you know? Uh, but then Game yeah. of Thrones but came out, which Game of Thrones was... You Breaking Bad, though, too. Yeah, so Breaking Bad, The Office, mm-hmm. um, and, the, and Game of Thrones, and, and a few others sprinkled in there. But that was like, that was my my TV. Now, there's so much content, dude. Yeah. There's so yeah. much. And so I said, you know, like, I would, you know, 10 years ago, I wouldn't have said that. But uh, streaming might be the best place for, for any franchise to go. And then uh, Joel White chimed in and said, I would agree with that. In no way do I think there are not great movies and that great movies still don't still get made today. However, I think by and large, TV streaming series are just better than most movies currently, which wasn't the case five or six years ago. You had your couple like Lost and Game of Thrones and Breaking Bad. But he, he goes on to say, not just for franchises. Um, even when they're just short 10 episode seasons, you get so much more to work with than a two hour movie. And I agree with him. I agree with Adam. You know, they're not wrong. I think I'd rather see all my favorite franchises go to streaming now. And every so often just give me an event on the big screen, like a, you know, a new star Wars movie or a, a, a big budget finale. You know, what do you think about that? I, I could kind of get behind that. I, I guess that uh, I think Star Wars in particular works better as a, ser- a serial or a serialized like series, so you can flesh out the characters a little bit more. I mean, uh, unfortunately, Last Jedi kind of proved that if you do kind of like a bunch of little side quests, well, you've only got three movies to tell this story, then you've kind of ruined the, the third part of the story. So, but I don't know if I want to see like something like the MCU. I don't know if it needs. I think they've been going pretty well with just kind of like standalone movies and doing like crossover stuff. Uh, I, I think it would just really depend on the franchise. I don't need all of my favorite franchises to go to uh, to streaming. You say that now. I can't wait to uh, bookmark this and ask you in about, what, three years? Because that's when we're going to be able to really tell. Because we've had, you know, like some bullshit, like I call it bullshit. We've had some bullshit stuff already on cable for DC and for Marvel. 
You know, like Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. I'm sorry, I think that's... So, the, you know, like five or six years ago when I was telling you that TV sucked for the most part, and then you have a couple good yeah. shows, that's what I was talking about. Shit like Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. You know? Like, I'd rather go yeah. see a Marvel movie than Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. But now, I think TV rivals uh, the movies so much that I couldn't tell you which one is better at this point. Like, the lines are blurring now. But, like, mm-hmm. so we've had, we had Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., we had... Uh, Daredevil, I know there's some fans of that. I wasn't a big fan of hey, what they Daredevil's were. Daredevil's awesome. Yeah, so I know there's a lot of fans of that. The Defenders, um, you know, Luke Cage, and they did some other things. And then, you know, they had this, the CW shit. Um, I am not... A, that's like the worst of TV for me. I just do not like CW. But now we have these these franchises, and they're getting the movie series makeover, you know, where they're pumping hundreds of millions of dollars into this stuff, man. So... I don't know. I can't wait to ask you this question about three years. But I brought up all of that, those comments and everything, just to say that, dude, the future is streaming. I don't think you're going to deny that, right? Oh, no. I, especially in this day and age when it's still frowned on us going out into public. Yeah. That, that it, it truly shows that, uh, that, that streaming is the future. Yeah, it's safe on your couch. <laughs> yeah. There's no way of getting around it. You're either in the streaming game as a business, or you're not in the game. Pretty much. Have you seen the streaming lineup for the next two years? Just across the board. Enlighten me. Okay, especially 2021. It's fucking nuts, Seth. It's insane. And this, again, and this isn't your mom and dad's TV, right? It's not not my mom and dad's TV. It's not uh, grandma and grandpa's quality of tv this isn't knots landing in dallas and falcon crest and like what did your parents watch at nighttime cheers exactly cheers and that's not bad you know that's like you know that's still considered a classic but they didn't have these multi-million dollar shows where they're telling complete stories and they're respecting the source material you know we had some things like Mm -hmm. what i mean my parents grew up on knight rider and and i'm not going to down those shows those shows were fun for their time but fuck man like now we've said this like you know uh, in the past it's so this is the this is a great time to be a nerd isn't it oh yeah just the quality of of tv is at an all-time high you know almost every series coming out is either going to be game of thrones type of quality i think that's the uh the highest quality right is that the bar you think when you're talking about money put into a franchise making locations or uh, you know the world building and bringing that world to life, that's probably the, that's probably the bar, right? Yeah, yeah. I can't think of anything, especially for as long as it went. Yeah. And uh, especially how detailed the earlier seasons. Yeah. So if were. not the the yeah. stuff that's coming, if not if not Game of Thrones type quality, it's going to be bigger and better than Game of Thrones. Like Game of Thrones times a thousand, Seth. Sounds wild. <laughs> I don't know. Tell me the lineup. Okay, so I did a, I did a quick Google search uh, for all the big upcoming series. So tell me what you think of this, all right? Um, I'll just I'll go through one, and then I'll get your comments, okay? So try okay. to remember everything I'm saying here. I'm just going to run through these real quick. HBO Max. We're getting a Green Lantern series, dude, which is being called movie quality. They're going to be pumping some money into this. Uh, we get Justice League Dark. And again, this is supposed to be all next year. Uh, one or two might get pushed, but Justice League Dark, again, movie quality. That's how they're hyping this. By the way, I think all of these series are probably going to be movie quality. 
uh, for the most part. Uh, just so much money's going into it. The Batman spinoff series. Um, it's going to be connected to the Matt Reeves new Batman. It could be the Gotham thing we've heard about. It could be, you know, a couple different things. We get the Snyder Cut, which I'm not a big Zack Snyder fan, but I'm fucking curious what this is going to look like. Lovecraft Country, first episode is on Sunday. We get the Game of Thrones prequel that they're working on right now. And that's just HBO Max F in 2021. What's your thoughts on that? It's pretty wild. I mean, I'm really excited to see a good outing with Green Lantern. Oh, me too. Yeah, like give me, uh, give, give me, give me cops in space. It's gonna be great. Several of those uh, properties that you stated and projects, I, I'm intrigued. I would be watching. Are you gonna try to watch Lovecraft Country on Sunday? Are you even interested in that one? I want to. I want to watch it. I just uh, I don't have HBO Max. I know you're gonna have to dive in. You're going to have to... I know. I'll, I'll throw you a, a life raft. <laughs> I'm in the pool, baby. <laughs> I gotcha. All right. You want me to move on to Amazon Prime or is there anything else you want to say about HBO Max real quick? Um, in, in, I don't... I, I'm also very uh, weirdly curious about the Snyder Cut. Yeah. I'm curious how, uh, um, how it's going to get worked into a series. You know what I mean? Taking a movie and working it into some sort of several episodes of television like that's gonna be uh it's gonna be really interesting and this batman spinoff like I, again i wasn't a big fan of gotham was that that was on cw wasn't it no it was fox oh you know, that's right it was it was fox but I, I wasn't a fan of that it just came off kind of cheap i think that's the word i'll use for that cheap and that's how that's what i think of a lot of the cw stuff is just cheap and the batman spinoff series um i heard that they're doing i think you've heard the same thing they're doing that supposedly like a gotham and if that's the case we're going to get an expensive-looking Gotham. Yeah. So that could be cool, especially if they're bringing in the players, like supposedly the Batman movie is going to have like all of Batman's villains and it's going to be stuffed, hopefully not overly stuffed, but especially if you get some good casting and you want to see the Joker more, the Penguin more, this is a great opportunity for big names to be in a big series. So that's going to be very interesting. Um, and then you're, you're all about the Game of Thrones prequel, right? Yeah, I, I guess I want to know the era and everything. Yeah. But, like, I, I'll be the first to admit that I Game of Thrones kind of left a bad taste in my mouth. Yeah, mine too. So I'm ready to, uh, I, I want them to impress me again. Yep. And then um, yeah. Justice League Dark, so I, I think. I just want to fall in love with that world again. I uh, I think Justice League Dark is J.J. Abrams producing, right? Yeah. So, I I mean, he makes really pretty things. Yep. He also kind of let me down with the last Star Wars movie, but again, I like the look of all of his stuff. Yeah. So, so that's that's HBO. That, that, Go ahead. That should just be promising. Yeah. So that's okay. HBO Max, yeah. and then we have Amazon Prime. All right. So I didn't look too far into the future for this, but I didn't need to. All right, because you know what the big one is. Lord of the Rings. Lord of the Rings, dude. Do you know how much that cost? I don't even want to know. <laughs> an estimated 500 million just 250 million for the rights and that's and that's what that's what got amazon prime into the streaming service game when you pay 250 million dollars for a franchise you have a seat at the table yeah that makes you one of the big boys and it's all about that original content that you're going to be putting out 
And uh, I heard yeah. something today. I think it's even actually over 500. I did a, a quick look today and I saw 500 million. But then I heard a conversation with um, Elijah Wood, who has nothing to do with this. They were just talking with him. And uh, the numbers went all the way up to a billion dollars. So maybe that's multiple seasons. I don't know. And he was just like, wow. Uh, I think he said that the trilogy, don't quote me on this. I'd have to look it up. I don't have the information in front of me. But I think he said that the Lord of the Rings trilogy that he worked on I think had a, a budget of three hundred million total. Dang! So they're already spending five hundred million. I think Lord of the Rings went on to make like almost three billion dollars. You know, the trilogy when you're talking yeah. about everything. But Amazon's in the game, bro, and you do have a seat at the table, man. When you pay that kind of money, you know, because people are going to be joining. They're going to be paying this that uh, subscription fee to join Amazon Prime. Yep. And that's what it's about. Yeah, I think. I think, too, people are just going to be intrigued at the whole, you know, another outing with Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Because this isn't going to be like, you know, uh, Peter Jackson's Lord of the Rings. This is going to be a whole different take on it. Yeah, and there's a whole world there to build, you know, five, ten seasons, you know, of Lord of the yeah. Rings. So, yeah, that's going to be uh, that's going to be a game changer for Amazon Prime. People late to the game like myself. You know, I consider myself late to the game because of the boys and some other things I wanted to watch on Amazon Prime. But man, people will be joining Amazon Prime who who don't have it already, so they can watch this. It's gonna be huge. Oh yeah. And then, uh, the boys season two. You know, we're gonna get a season three. I, I can't imagine season two sucking. You know, same showrunners. So however many seasons they want to do, such a fucking good show. Um, Amazon Prime should have legs, and that's just with those two shows there. What do you think? Definitely. And I believe, I guess don't quote me, but I feel like I heard that the boys season three already got greenlit. I believe it. I'm, I'm sure you're hundred yeah. percent right on that. Why wouldn't you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I have a, a man crush. I already had a man crush, a small one on Carl Urban. And now that I have a, <laughs> I have a huge man crush on Carl Urban. <laughs> Love that motherfucker. Anyway, um, Disney plus, Man, so the casting in Andor series, the Mandalorian season two through season ten, <laughs> season five. I don't know, right? However many seasons they want to do the uh, uh, of the Mandalorian, it seems like it's a blank check right now, as long as they can keep up the hype. Uh-huh. The Obi Wan series. Uh, let's see, all the Marvel stuff, WandaVision, Loki, the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Um, and then I think you've heard the rumors of a possible Willow series, right? Yeah, that could be their fantasy. Every, every streaming service has to have a fantasy uh, go-to. Oh, yeah. And so that sounds perfect. Uh, let's start pumping out some Willow stuff. Uh, so they have my attention. What's your thoughts on those, Seth? Well, I mean, these are just spinoffs of the, the franchises that we already love. I yeah. mean, the, gra- uh, the, the building blocks of Videoland. I mean, we all know that we're going to watch them. Yeah. And I feel like looking at the streaming wars, they, they've, uh, they've got the best. The, their deck is stacked. It is going forward i think everybody else is going to have a little bit more of a struggle you know I, I, everybody knows and loves these marvel movies and uh and star wars films yeah but you know what and we've we've talked about this previously i think dc just needs to make the right moves if dc makes the right moves dc i honestly think goes over marvel for a while but they have to pump out the good content and if the next three to five years of DC movies are great, then you, you spin off those into franchise, you know, the series 
on HBO Max, mm-hmm. and you could see a hostile takeover. And then you have, yeah. and then you have that Lord of the Rings, man. You can't see Lord of the Rings anywhere else but Amazon. I, I think that yeah, they are stacked. But when you look across the board, it's like, man, you're gonna want to watch all that shit. You're gonna want to watch all the Marvel stuff and Star Wars, but then you got, you're gonna want to watch Lord of the Rings, you know? Yeah. So I'm, I'm very pumped about that, and then the boys, and then, dude, that's only two on Amazon Prime. I didn't even look deep into it, so I don't even know what they're gonna be coming out with. But and if they can, uh, Disney Plus can do Cassie and Andor right, because right now I will watch Cassie and Andor. I'm not pumped about Cassie and Andor, but I like the actor Diego Luna, you know? Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm very curious to see, but yeah, they do have a stacked deck, man. If they can, if they can get all that to work, it's going to be nice, bro. Um, Hulu, oh, yeah. Hulu, what we do in the shadows, um, Atlanta. Um, and then you have future man. Have you seen that at all? Mm, just the first couple episodes. Okay. What were you uh, thinking about that? I think it's all right. I, uh, I, like, it, I thought it was fun, but not fun enough for me to keep going with it, if that makes sense. Okay. There's a lot of content out there to watch. Yeah, that's already three, four seasons, right? Yeah. And then you're already a big fan of what we do in the shadows. It's wonderful. I can't wait to watch Absolutely. that. So I'm behind two seasons on that, Seth. Yeah. You need to watch it. All right. So I'm behind on that. <laughs> And hopefully that has some strength. And then moving on to the mighty Netflix. Holy shit, I was so surprised. Like, I I shouldn't have been because, you know, they're always ahead of the game, it seems like. And I'm very curious to see what sticks here. But, so you already have Mindhunter, which everyone tells me to watch. I'm behind two seasons on Mindhunter. And then, but I have my uh, father-in-law. He just started watching it this week because I told him it was, uh, you know, set in the 70s um, and that it was, you know, uh, a crime detective, you know, analyzing crimes, and he was all about that. He's already gobbled up two seasons in just three days. He's he's retired and, and sitting at home, but he said, Brad, you have to watch Mindhunter. So I think they're doing more seasons, seasons of Mindhunter. Uh, they have the rights to Cobra Kai now. Umbrella Academy is getting great reviews. I just started watching that. I'm two seasons behind on that. The Witcher, Stranger Things... And then Miller World, or Miller Universe, you heard about that, right? No, what's that? So, Mark Miller. Kick-ass, Kingsman. Yeah, they signed a deal with him, and they're building a cinematic universe around Mark Miller. Huh. Yeah. So that could be everything or nothing, right? Yeah. So that could be very interesting. So yeah, Yeah. So... I'm very curious to see what that looks like. You know, you're going to have the boys over here on Amazon Prime. You got Umbrella, you know, Academy on Netflix. But then you have this Miller World or the Miller Universe. That could be exciting. Uh, They're doing the Chronicles of Narnia series, rebooting that. A Resident Resident Evil series. The Sandman by Neil Gaiman. They're doing that series. And then you got crazy shit that just pops up, right? Like the Tiger King. That just becomes... A huge phenomenon. And you're like, what? where the fuck that come from? So you got that. And then this is something that... <laughs> this this is old shit, but it's trending like crazy. And I'm behind on And you tell me to watch it. Avatar, right? Yep. So they have the whole Avatar series. And they're working on a live-action uh, Avatar The Last Airbender. Well, you heard about the bad news with that yesterday, though, yeah, right? Yeah, I heard about that. That sucks. You want to tell everybody? 
Well, the uh, the original creators t- decided to part ways with Netflix because of creative differences. That's weird, isn't it? So, yep, sounds exactly like what happened with the movie. That's so yeah. And, that's so strange uh, because you know, the movie turned out really good. Yeah, that's so strange though because the creators dropped out because of creative differences, but Netflix is usually very creator friendly. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think it's neat that Avatar or uh, that they have the rights to uh, um, to like Avatar and the other Nickelodeon shows because they're making a Ninja Turtles with Seth Rogen on Netflix, aren't they? I think you're right. Is that going Netflix or is that no? Is that Nickelodeon? I, I but Nickelodeon and Netflix are kind of one and the same almost. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how that, that works. Yeah, that like they've got kind of because that's why they have Avatar as well because they've got like a deal with Netflix and okay. then also Transformers. Yeah. War for Cybertron. Yeah. They just dropped the first season of that. That show's pretty cool. Yeah, I really dug it, man. That was cool. Yeah, and so they're and then they got uh, He Man, yeah. Masters of the Universe coming out, directed by Kevin yeah. Smith. So I mean, again, the 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 future's bright for all this. Oh stuff. my god! I mean, they have all kinds of different uh, neat properties and things like that. And it's only going to get worse, man. Martin Scorsese just signed a first look deal with Apple, <laughs> Apple TV. So can you just imagine all that stuff I just told you about? Can you imagine the unannounced series that will be coming out end of, end of 2021, beginning end of 2022? That is insane. It's never, we've never experienced an overload like that. Yeah. And hopefully theaters will get back. You know, we'll talk about that here soon. But if theaters can get their legs underneath them, then we're gonna have you know new movies, our our franchises franchises that we love on the big screen, and all of these series coming at us, man. I I'm excited, man, and so I have all of them now. <laughs> so uh, we might have to we might have to stop podcasting, Seth, and uh, I might just have to stay at home and watch movies all the time. Do you have all, Do you have time for all this content, Seth? All of this these streaming services. We might have to just start a Twitch channel where it's just us watching the content <laughs> that, that, and we'll be talking. That's the future of Video Land. That's the next five years, guys. <laughs> We're going to be on Twitch. <laughs> <laughs> just watching shit, getting fat. We're just going to be sitting down yep. eating pizza. <laughs> yep, doing curls for Jesus. Oh, man. Watching, yep, watch, uh, watch whatever. I mean, it sounds like you're... Uh, your uh, your your streaming Infinity Infinity Gauntlet's full. It is. You've got them all. Yeah, I've I'm I'm kind of happy right now. I'm overwhelmed, honestly, but because right now I'm like I just finished the boys, and I I know I got to move quick on whatever I'm watching next because the boys season two comes out what mid September. I think it's the very beginning of September. I think it's like okay. September fourth. Okay, so that's coming out right around the corner. And then yep, Mandalorian is <laughs> going to be in October. In October. And so, yeah, there's so much stuff that I want to watch. And I don't know about you, but recently most of the stuff that I've given my time to has turned out pretty fucking good. Like, I haven't watched a, a series and I was like, man, that was disappointing. You know, I've liked pretty much everything that I've seen so far. And I just started Umbrella Academy. I'm two or three episodes in, and I can't, after this podcast, I'm going to watch another episode of that. So I got two seasons to catch up there, and then I'll probably try to cram in what we do in the shadow season one and two before the boys comes out. That's probably what I'll do. That what seems do you, like a good choice. Yeah, what are you watching right now? 
Um, I am catching up on Brooklyn Nine Nine. Actually, oh, yeah, I heard that's great. And Jesus. Yeah, I really like that show. Is that Hulu? Yes. Oh, fuck. It's on Hulu. Get the Twitch. Get the Twitch account ready, Seth. <laughs> I'm yeah. I think that's the future of Video Land is us just watching stuff, and they're gonna have to just uh, <laughs> they're gonna have to watch us watching things. <laughs> oh my god. All right, dude, I got to get your uh, your opinion on something. Some pretty big news came out, and it could be historic. It could be a game changer, Seth, or it could just be uh, a fart in the wind. <laughs> Do you know what that news is? Is it about Mulan? Mulan. Do you know when that's coming? That's coming out on September 4th. Okay. I'm watching the fucking boys fuck Mulan. <laughs> <laughs> So, how much are they wow. going to charge you for Milan, Seth? How much what? How much are they going to charge you for Milan? 30 bucks. 30 bucks. And that's tagged on to your monthly subscription, right? Yep. All right, so can I go on a little rant real quick? <laughs> sure. All right, dude, this actually pissed me off. More than what I I thought it would. Like, I was really pissed off, dude. Like, I'm already paying the subscription, price and now if i want to watch milan like what well, i gotta pay was that four times my monthly cost to watch milan on disney plus i think it's like yeah. yeah it's four times and i'm not too burnt about that like I, I already paid up disney plus for three years it was like 130 bucks or whatever and i already knew that disney plus i knew i was probably gonna have to wait for some content but i figured it would pay off in the end having it for three years because I knew all the in that content was coming. But man, mm -hmm. I, I, and I know that this is a business, right? And, and they have the right, Disney has the right to get their money for the product that they made. When you think of it like that, right? Um, there's, yep. a, there's a lot that goes into the, the business perspective of this. Employees and, you know, the whole enchilada. But my opinion is, even though I kind of knew this was going to happen, my opinion right now is, is they fucking owe me, all right? I don't know if that's the right attitude, Seth, to have at this point, but Disney hasn't given us any new content. Jack shit. I mean, they gave us, what, Hamilton? I haven't watched Disney Plus since The Mandalorian release. Like, I've watched a few things, you know, but nothing I give a shit about, what, like the Jeff Goldblum show? You know, I, I so I say throw us a fucking bone with Milan. If this was the movie I cared about, like, I think I would honestly probably pay for it. If this was Tenant, I would pay for it. I think it comes down right now to me not being entertained by Disney+. Plus. Like, I've got my money's worth from Netflix. I feel like I, I haven't been entertained by Disney+, Plus, and now they want to charge me more, and I haven't got my money's worth. So maybe I'm wrong, but that's my, it's kind of my thoughts, man. What's, what's your thoughts on this? Well, I mean, they keep releasing stuff. Like, every Friday they release things. But like, nothing I mean, you give a shit about. There's a lot of the Fox properties are slowly coming on there. Like, Peanuts, the, the Peanuts movie just came out on it. And I know it's not, like, new content, but it's, like, no other where... Or you're not seeing these uh, uh, these, these properties anywhere else. I mean, I, I enjoy the Diary of a Wimpy Kid movies. They're on there. Uh, they have a whole back catalog of all, like, the Marvel cartoon shows. So I've been watching X-Men and Spider-Man and, and reliving, uh, reliving my childhood. Yeah, but when so, you're talking about like the I, new I content, like I was like, but come on, dude. Like, There's so much, so much content out there. I don't got the time 
to watch Peanuts. You know, I don't got the time to watch these old cartoons. I, I have to watch What We Do in the Shadows. I got to watch Fargo Season 1 through 4. I got to watch, you know, Umbrella Academy, you know? So to me, I just like, man, throw throw us a bone with Milan. So you disagree then? I well, I just don't care. Like I didn't yeah. want to watch Mulan anyway. No, I I can so I can see that. I I don't care. I don't care about Milan. I don't think I would have seen it in the theater. I think I'm just like, come on, man. You know, sweeten the deal. There you go. Sweeten the deal. The Disney Plus deal. Like give give the people Milan. And maybe I would watch it. I, I I probably wouldn't though. I haven't even seen Lion King or uh, the the remakes of Aladdin because I heard they were dog shit. I saw Aladdin. I yeah. liked it. But you just liked it. I liked it, but I like Aladdin, so I, I thought it was a fun retelling. But then I know a lot of people that I don't know anybody that doesn't like Aladdin, but I know a lot of people that just didn't like the movie. I gotcha. So you're not gonna pay thirty bucks for Milan. No. <laughs> what was that? No. Why? <laughs> is that a good... Let me ask you this. Is that a good price? Is that fair? It seems like a lot, but you could easily get a bunch of people together and you could all throw in five bucks and then you have a viewing party. Yeah, you, Alicio, Me. <laughs> I don't know, man. For 30 bucks... I better be in the fucking movie. Uh, wow. <laughs> you know, what if you're single and you just you just want like okay, Alicio, he seems like the kind of guy that'd be completely cool with going to see Milan by himself, right? Yeah, he goes to the movies a lot. He does. He's gonna have to pay thirty fucking dollars as a single person to watch Milan. Like it's I think it's a fair price if you are a family of four. But if it's a double date, you're getting fucked because I don't know about you. Actually, I do know about you. We pay like, like on average, like seven fifty. Seven fifty to nine fifty, one of the two. And it's usually so. How many people do you pay for when you go to the theater? Oh, I mean, I'm bad. I'm that guy that will like. I go and pick up like twelve tickets at a time, and then I never get paid back. Okay, yeah, but most. Most of the time, I'm just paying for one or two people. Okay, so 20, 20 bucks, less than that? Yeah. So, I don't know. I, I think it's a little steep to ask people that you haven't given much new content to, to charge them 30 bucks. And so it sounds like you agree. Yeah, I mean, I, I can see, like, they spent a lot of money on this movie. Yeah. And... Yeah, they're, it's a bummer that it's not going to be able to re- get released in theaters, so I, I feel like they're just trying to make back some of their money. Yeah, you know, so that takes me into my next point. Like, again, I know Disney wants their money, and they have a right to try and get it, all right? So when I when I think about it from a business standpoint, I'm like, yeah, sure, I get it. But, but then you look at everybody else. This is a pandemic, a global pandemic. Just wait like everybody else is. All the big movies have been pushed to 2021. So I think they just look like greedy dickheads. Netflix didn't charge us. And so, okay, Mulan, yeah, I think uh, last time I saw it was like, was it 200 million? It's, it's pretty expensive. Mm-hmm. Netflix didn't charge us $30 for the fucking Irishman. That movie cost, I think it was 150, 200 million. I think it was 200 million. They had a little theatrical release, a theatrical window. Like you had to drive to Chicago, Indianapolis, something to see the Irishman. But. 
I didn't. I, I could watch it for free, or I could go watch it. Uh, yeah, you know, I could watch it for free on Netflix, or I could go to the theater and pay money for it. That's a that's a fair option, because I'm paying for that theater experience, something extra. And I just don't think Disney's really losing money. Like I haven't seen their books, obviously, right? But they just announced they reached 60, 60.5, something like that, million subscribers to Disney Plus. And then everything that they make earns a billion dollars, right? All the Marvel movies, Lion King, I don't know what Aladdin made, but they make the money. I think you know, as a studio, they probably make the most money. So it's like, come on, man, give us Mulan for free. And I think subscriptions go up, don't you? Just like when Irishman least released on Netflix. Subs went up because everybody wanted to see it. So they get money in the end. So I think it's all about, it should be about subscriptions and content, right? What do you, what do you think? Do you think yeah. Milan for free would pull in subscribers and in the end make them more money? Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Cause you and I aren't even like, we, we've already said like, ah, we don't even really care about Milan. There's like, a lot, even yeah. if it was free, do you think it would really pull in new people? All right. So I think, I think it would, but not for us. I think there's a lot okay. of people that would, because obviously there's people that are paying, right? Lion King, Aladdin, those movies made mm-hmm. money. So I think there is, um, you know, I think there's customers out there that would probably, you know, they wouldn't, uh, I think they would join. I think they would join. I don't think it's like Lord of the Rings, right? Where like when Amazon finally releases that, people are going to come in by the droves. You know, I don't think it's going to be like that. But, yeah, I do think that you bring in some new people uh, because they want to see the new Disney live-action movie. Okay. Maybe. I don't know. Uh, again, I think that if, it, if we were talking about something like Black Widow, I think, yes, that will pull in new people. Yeah. But I think Mulan is, is hit or miss. So let me ask you this. And I haven't thought about this, Seth. Do you think Disney Plus will make more money or would make more money on subscriptions if they released it for free versus trying to get $30 out of subscribers? Extra. What movie? Mulan. Because you would just need what is uh, what is Disney Plus going for right now? Because I paid one, I think it was one thirty for three years, something like that. Is it seven bucks? Yeah, it's like seven or eight bucks. Seven eight bucks. So you have what? You just need fucking th- uh, what? Like five people. It'd be about yeah. thirty five bucks. So you just need five new subscribers that want to see Milan, and then hopefully you keep them. Yeah. Especially when The Mandalorian comes out, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. I, I'm i going to go with, I think they would probably make a little bit more long-term with subscriptions. Yeah. I mean, maybe, I, and again, they may just be panicking and trying to figure out how to, how to you know, right this kind of crazy ship right now. Because I know they're freaking out because... Everything's all delayed and everything because of the because of the situation in the world. Yeah, I honestly haven't so given I think a shit. <laughs> the foreign box office is a little bit of a, a dumpster fire as well. Yeah, ex- with the pandemic and everything, but you know, yeah, honestly, yeah. I haven't been keeping up with Milan at all because honestly, I just I don't give a shit, you know. And I think neither they're not going to get money from us, you know. And yeah. I don't know anybody in my circle really that has been dying to see Milan, you know. Mm-hmm. But supposedly this is only going to be a one-time event. You brought up. Um, 
Black Widow, you know? So supposedly this is a one-time event. And uh, Disney even said that they're just going to be testing the waters like fucking sharks. <laughs> okay, they're going to be testing the waters to see if this works. So let me ask you this, since you brought up Black Widow, do you think this... Do you think this will be a one-time event, or do you think they're going to charge us for future movies like Black Widow? If this doesn't stop, like if the if things start don't start getting better in the world, then yes, I think totally it's going to happen. Yeah, for sure. But th- so what yeah. do you, do you I mean, charge? They can't put the Marvel universe on hold forever. You yeah. know what I mean? Do you charge then? Yeah, hmm. you charge. They I look w- like bad guys, but yes. Yeah, because you just look at all this. Like, I read that laundry list of content, right, from Netflix, just just mm-hmm. to say. Let's use Netflix. They got so much shit coming out, and then you have nothing from Disney Plus for a while. Like when they, So I think I'll feel a lot better about them charging me money for Black Widow and for Milan um, once they have some shit on their service that I want to see. Because then I'm like, okay, I would have paid to see this in the theater and they're putting it out for this reason, therefore I'll pay for it. Just right now, I just feel like, you know, I, I have nothing on Disney+, Plus, and now they want more money. That's just kind of where I'm, I'm going. So I think I would probably pay. I'd pay to, yeah, I'll be honest with you. I'll pay to, I'd pay to see Black Widow. We're MCU heads anyway, you know? How much would you pay? Yeah, I mean, uh, I, I'd give you 15 bucks and come over to your house. Would you pay 30 though, for you and your wife to watch it at home, bring some, uh, because, see, that's where you'll have a party, right? you have some people yeah. get together, throw it up on the projector. So, there, I think you're saving money. Yeah. Just, we're not going to go fucking see Milan. <laughs> no. So, yeah, I'm curious to hey, see... Disney Plus works, but it's subjective. Yeah, yeah, it is. It's, yeah. It is subjective, yeah. So, I'm curious to see just how the future pans out with all this. But I think, you know the other thing that pisses me off? Is that this... What? This has, it could, have huge ramifications. Like, Milan, if you think about it, was going to be one of the first big movies to open in theaters since the pandemic. So what happens if this does become the new normal? All right, Black Widow gets released, Milan. You know, what happens if everyone starts streaming instead of going to the theater? It just seems like that, again, a dick move by Disney because no one else is doing it right now. You know, I'm just going to, so I'll kick it, I'll kick it over to you, Seth. Do you think theaters can survive both, one, the pandemic, and two, streaming? Or do you think this could be that death knell, that perfect storm that closes the theaters and streaming becomes the, becomes the new thing? I mean, I think, let, let's be honest, we, we want convenience. What's more convenient than walking downstairs, sitting on your couch, and then watching the new, uh, whatever it is that you want to watch as opposed to having to drive somewhere and having to deal with people and things like that. Um, I think that theaters will become a novelty, like a drive-in, unfortunately. Yeah. It, that, that's my opinion. It very well could. It very well could. Let me read a, I'm going to read a video land comment from Kyle Brown from, I think this is about a month ago, maybe, maybe a little bit less. It wasn't recent. Um, he said, and I pulled this from another post. I don't even know what the uh, the headline was. But he said, theaters won't just go away. There isn't a better way to watch a flick than in the theater. The same way VCRs didn't kill the theater industry. Records didn't kill off live performances. Fleshlights didn't kill off vaginal intercourse. <laughs> 
If anything, it'll just force theaters to evolve to keep their business afloat, offering new and different services where they can. Live music or something, maybe hand out flashlights. And I started, I started thinking about that, and I don't, I don't necessarily, I don't necessarily think I agree with that. You know, we we uh, we saw our local theater close, Eastside Nine, Lafayette Seven, Wabash Landing, and they went bankrupt, and that wasn't because of the pandemic. They were no, already. Goodrich had some issues. They had some issues, and I think a lot of theaters are facing those same issues. And they did a, Our theater did a big. IMAX remodel just to keep up with the Joneses, you know, doing something different like Kyle was suggesting for, for Lafayette customers. And it, it costs a lot of money to evolve. He's like, you know, theaters just have to evolve. That costs money, man. Seth, I don't think that theaters can survive when you have all of this pulling, pulling at your wallet. I think some of the big chains, they might be able to come out of this, but the private theaters, they they can't they can't afford to to do risque things you know they're gonna have to go they're gonna have to give out flashlights and foot massages to stay in business you know so I I do think it's a real threat especially this this move by Disney here Mulan was gonna be in the theater you know bringing you bring your like Mulan was gonna be that first that that first big movie that opens up it's like hey guys the world is safe come come into the theater. Watch the new Disney movie. People lined up. They're excited because they can all go to the theaters with their family. Pandemic's over. That's that's that cash cow. That's that, that flux of cash that the theaters need. And now, there's not that movie. You know, there's going to be other movies to fill that, but that was going to be one of the first ones. So I do think it's a, yeah. I do think it's a threat. I really do. I kind of, a, and you said you, uh, you, should, you said theaters could go the, the way of the drive-in, right? Oh, definitely. Yeah. It's, it's a novelty. It's a novelty. That, yeah, where it's like, oh, man, let's go watch, you know, kind of like what, like, our our theater is, like, on life support right now. I don't know if you knew that or not. Yeah. Did you know that, I, that they're showing, like, they're doing, like, movie flashbacks? I just heard about that a few days ago. Yeah, like, it's, like, $3 a ticket. Wow. It, and, yeah, and they're showing, like, Jurassic Park, Shrek, uh, Back to the Future, stuff like that. Like, just old-school movies that people like that they know that they can fill seats with. Yeah, and that's, and that's dude, that's cheap. Yeah. But, yeah. you know how much it costs to keep the theaters going, the lights on? You know how much energy that shit sucks? I bet you right now yeah. they're losing money. And her concessions were pretty cheap, too. Yes, they've also lowered those as well. Do you know how much a bag of popcorn is? I do not know that. I, I don't know uh, that kind of detail. So say but you're making... The, uh, they, they advertised that the uh, concessions were discounted. So let's just say they're making five bucks out of popcorn and $3 for a fucking movie ticket and a quarter of the theater is full because of the pandemic. They're yeah, not making... What kind, of, what kind of money is that? You can't, you can't keep a, a theater open. You can't even pay your fucking that's what employees. I'm saying. It's on life support. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. I really do think streaming, especially if everybody starts do, doing this. And so back to Milan, real quick. I have a quote here from Disney executives Alan Horn and Alan Bergman, and they say, the Allen. "What's that? Yeah, the, the Allens. The Allen. 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 They said." Mulan is everything the cinematic experience should be. And this is before, you know, uh, the they decided to put it out on streaming. 
Mulan is everything the cinematic experience should be, and that's where we believe it belongs. On the world stage and the big screen for audiences around the globe to enjoy it together. So again, I, I pulled up that old, that old quote and I'm thinking, just fucking wait and get your fucking money in 2021 like everybody else. Hopefully, right? Hopefully, that's that's the hope, right? That in 2021, we could all go back to the theaters, pandemic goes away. But I think right now, before we start putting everything on streaming and hurting these theaters, let's, let's hold off. Uh, I'm sure there's some tax breaks out there for theaters. I don't fucking know. But let's hold off. Everybody push, push their shit back. And then let's open up, you know? Because again, depending on how this plays out, this could be a huge deal. And I know other companies I think of have done something similar. Not to this, you know, nothing big like, like Mulan and Disney. But I think, because I'm new to Amazon Prime. But I think they do early access. What was that? There was something I was going to watch. What was it? I think it was like 20 bucks, 15 bucks. It was the, the King of uh, Staten Island. Have you heard about that? Yeah. I think yeah. they did an With early... The SNL guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think they did an early access. Don't quote me on that. But it's just that Disney is such a big threat, right, to theaters by doing this. And I don't think they needed to. Hold off another six months. Have a, a record-breaking year with all your Marvel movies, Eternals, Black Widow. Because um, the movies, I think, that wouldn't have made a billion because no one knows about Eternals. No one gives a shit about Black Widow that I've talked to. I don't think Black Widow would have made a billion, do you? Probably not. Open the theaters, though, after the pandemic. I think it makes a billion. Everybody wants to go. Everybody wants to go. So, hold off, all right? That's... That's what I think. So, Seth, am I right? Am I wrong? Or am I just pissed that all I've watched on Disney Plus is The Mandalorian for the last six months? <laughs> <laughs> I think you're a little pissed. Um, I uh, I can kind of... I, I see it from both sides because, yeah. um, I mean, with Disney, I mean, we know they're not making any money with their parks. Yeah. They've spent lots of money on making all these movies, and now they're just sitting in dead in the water. Yeah. So I can kind of see it that it's like crap. We got to make something. Let's uh, let's try and uh, and uh, create revenue wherever we can. Yeah, but that that's but, the other uh, thing. Yeah, I, I I know this isn't gonna bell out their park, right? But no, Disney Plus Disney Plus has sixty point five million subscribers, so they're making money from from that end, right? <laughs> from that end of the conversation, so. I, you don't think they should have just waited? Like, because Tenet keeps on getting pushed. That's the, the big movie I want to see. That and Dune. Dune's been kind of quiet right now because Dune doesn't come out till around Christmas. Yeah. And Dune's so, not happening. I'm calling it now. Well, that trailer's supposed to drop soon, dude. And they'll probably mm -hmm. hold off the trailer if they decide to push it, you know, past. But I'll tell you this right now. If Dune comes out at Christmas and it's fucking epic, like I think it will be, it's not going to go against anybody at the Oscars. Dune will win Best Picture. Sci-Fi, Best Picture, taking it home. Calling it now. Okay. But I don't even know if it's going to come out in December. They should. Just take it home the Oscars. I, I, yeah, I just don't. I don't think it's going to happen, but we'll see. I'm curious to see. Uh, then we'll get the Dune TV series, right? 
<laughs> on, on whatever streaming exactly. service. Yeah. Spawn, a, <laughs> spawn a Dune TV series. Well, where would the... Uh, plenty of books. We can milk it. Because who has Harry Potter? Is that, that's Warner Brothers, right? Yeah. Fuck. I haven't even heard anything there. I'm surprised that they haven't done some kind of Harry Potter thing for HBO Max. Well, I mean, they're still, they have another three uh, Fantastic Beast films. Yeah, but I can, I mean, but look at DC and uh, MCU. They got all these movies and they're doing streaming. I bet you that'll be like the next big announcement here within a year. I bet you less than that. I bet you anything, HBO Max will get in a Harry Potter series. Well, I don't know, too. I was going to say that the whole thing that the, the author is kind of damaged goods as well right now. So I think she kind of damaged her... Uh, she damaged her product a little bit. Yeah. So yeah. So we'll see. Do you think? Uh, do you think Mulan will make a billion with this thirty dollars bullshit? No. <laughs> what do you think? I wonder if it'll make two hundred million. <laughs> I think that's we'll the see. price tag it has to make. We'll see if it even makes its money back. <laughs> oh my god! Put Eddie Murphy in it, and I might go see it. I want Mushu. Yeah, I know, <laughs> right? They didn't even put fucking Mushu in it. And you want me to pay no. you thirty fucking dollars? Exactly. Piss on that. <laughs> Put Eddie Murphy in, you coward. <laughs> oh, dude, let me ask you this. I just thought about it. so. Say Mulan is successful, not a billion dollars, but you know, let's say it's successful for streaming. They made some money, and man, this could be a. We've tested the waters. This could be a thing, you know. What what so what happens right. then? Does that mean Amazon? Will they charge us for Lord of the Rings? That cost them $500 million. $250 million just for the rights. $500 million right now without any any uh, critical reception. $500 fucking million. They charge us? Does, a lot of Am- money. does Amazon charge us? Are they the first series that they're like, well, if you want to see this, you got to get the Amazon Prime package. You get free you know, two-day shipping. You can have the boys... For free, but you're gonna have to pay twenty five dollars for Lord of the Rings. Would you do that? Yeah, but I don't want to. I want to join a subscription I service. <laughs> but I don't wanna. <laughs> I don't want to join a subscription service, and then have tears to I, it. I get something. <laughs> and you know? Yeah. And now, pretty yeah. soon, subscription services are gonna become a uh, just like a. Uh, Kind of like a club card, like you're in the club. It doesn't yeah, mean it'd be shit. like a, it'd, it'd be like a tears to it, where it's like, oh, well, you want to be part of Amazon Prime Black, yeah, or Amazon Prime Gold, or gold. Amazon, Amazon get, Prime Silver. If you get the Amazon Gold, what you're willing to give is how much you get. You get Amazon Gold, you get Lord of the Rings. It costs forty five dollars a month, <laughs> you know. So, and then you get the Boy Season Three for free because it's underneath all the other. It's underneath the gold tier, <laughs> you know? It's like, fuck all that. Yeah. If you're going to start doing that, you know what I wish? I wish there was just some company that would come in, create an app, and then put all the shows on this app, and then you pay them so much per show, and then it ciphers out and gives the company the money. Yeah, we call it all a cart. Yeah, <laughs> all a cart. That's what I want. Yeah. I want all a cart the streaming service. Yep. 
So those are the two right there. Those are the billion dollar ideas that a la carte and that you and I started a Twitch channel. <laughs> those <laughs> are the good ideas out of tonight's episode. Exactly, right? I think that's where it needs yeah. to go because pretty soon I would do that for Lord of the Rings, right? Where you pay like, because I want to fucking see Lord of the Rings. But, you know, say you're paying $30 for the gold tier. and But then you want to see fucking the Batman and the Batman catches on to this plan. And they're like, fuck you. I'm going to fucking charge you guys $15 for the Batman. Right? Yeah. <laughs> and then you're paying $15 for Batman. You're paying extra money for uh, the Mandalorian. Uh, and then you can then you can get the baby's gender reveal a week early texted to you if you get into, like, the gold tier Disney Plus service. <laughs> you know? This is true. It gets crazy. Yep. They fuck you with the Disney. They fuck you with the Hulu. They yep. fuck you with the Netflix, Seth. They this fuck you. They fuck you. They fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> I sound like Joe Pesci from Lethal Weapon. Fuck that. I don't want to get fucked. I want a la carte, and I don't want to get fucked. Anyway, all right, ran over. I know we're going a little bit long. Let me ask you a question. Sure. Do you prefer binging or watching an episode per week? I prefer the weekly. You know, I think I, I think I agree with you. Yeah, because uh, it becomes an arms race. It does. When, yeah, and I, um, I'm proud yet I hate myself when I binge things. It's kind of stressful too, isn't Does it? That makes sense. Well, yeah, that's the whole thing that, like, I remember uh, Daredevil and Stranger Things are the, come to mind, where, like, I almost made myself sick because I didn't want to get anything spoiled, so I just stayed up and watched them. Yeah. The, yeah, and it was like, why, why am I doing this to myself? Yeah, it's, it's fun. It. it is fun to a certain extent, yeah. right? Because I just binged all of the boys. Season one, yeah. and I'm binging Umbrella Academy. But I'm having I mean, the boys. Is, the boys is only like eight episodes. Yeah, you know what I mean? yeah. But then I'm, now yeah. I'm binging Umbrella Academy, so it's you know essentially three seasons of content, and mm. I, I'm having fun with it. But it's so stressful because I'm like, fuck, I gotta watch. I want all of it watched by the weekend. I gotta watch three episodes a night. I gotta do this, this, and that, and it's like I gotta. I can't do this. I better not work out today because I gotta watch this. You know, I can't do anything else. I can't watch this movie that I want to watch. You know, I got to put that on hold because I have to cram all this, you know? And so that, yeah. uh, so I, it's a blessing and a curse, right? It's a blessing yeah. and a curse. And then I don't know if this has ever happened to you, but I feel defeated if I don't watch it before everybody else, because I have not watched Tiger King. I know everything about Tiger King because the whole world has seen Tiger King. I know Carol Baskins and all that bullshit. And, but there came a point where, I, I, I think I couldn't get to it for whatever reason. You know, crazy life. And it ended up being like two or three weeks. I'm like, I finally have time to watch Tiger King. And everybody told me, I think that's it. Yeah, you were kind of alluding to that. Everyone spoils, right? I know yeah. everything about Tiger King. And now I don't want to watch Tiger King because I know everything about it. I just feel yeah. kind of defeated. And so, yeah, you, you have to watch it right away. And it just gets stressful. And when it's coming out weekly, I feel like you can yeah. absorb it more. Yeah, it's it's fun to sit and talk and speculate. But then, of course, you have people that just text you, Darksaber, <laughs> when I'm sitting at a comic book store, not watch this episode. Yeah. And I get mad. Sorry. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. That's a, that's a, that's a true, true story, Video Land. That, yeah. that, that happened to yours truly. That had not seen the episode and Brad texted me Darksaber. I think I remember the ma episodes of The Mandalorian. 
I know we did breakdowns on them, but I think I remember episodes of The Mandalorian more than I do any of the Stranger Things seasons because I absorbed Stranger Things so quickly, you know? And even when yeah, we talked Stranger Things... start blending together. Yeah, when we talked... To, yeah, for sure. When we talked about Stranger Things, we had to do a whole season breakdown because we didn't do it, you know, episode by episode. And there's just so much. But I feel like I absorbed Yo. more of The Mandalorian. So it sounds like we're on the same yeah. page. Yeah. All right. We better Good end journey, this. man. Yeah. Sorry about the destination. All right, man. We uh, we better wrap this up. Final comments? The future's bright. I just hope that they uh, they handle it with maturity. Yeah. Other studios, man, are watching to see how this plays out. You can guarantee that. I think Disney just, oh, yeah. Disney just opened the floodgates, man, for other streaming services to... To put all their shit out there for 20 bucks, 30 bucks. I mean, this could get really interesting. This could get very nasty. I mean, this could be a huge turning point for uh, for theaters, for cinema. I mean, end of the day, though, I'm not paying 30 bucks for fucking Milan. <laughs> yeah, I think that is the, uh, that's the one decisive thing to know. Yeah, I think I'll end there. Yeah. I'm not paying shit for Milan. <laughs> so, no yeah. Eddie Murphy, no money. Nope. So yeah, let's end there. Fuck Milan. All right. You ready to wrap it up? Sure. All right. As usual, I hope everyone has enjoyed tonight's conversation. Where can Videoland find you, Seth? Uh, you can find me uh, on my Instagram um, or on my Twitter, at LairGeek, L-A-I-R-D-G-E-E-K. You could also find me on Facebook, but... I'm not on there very often, but uh, I'm Seth Fisher. All right. You can find me on adventuresinvideoland.com. I'm on Instagram, but the conversation always begins and ends on Facebook. On Facebook. You've been listening to Criticism in its finest hour. Until next time, my good people, be gone. The streaming wars has. <laughs>